0: Before we get into podcast number nine, I have a message for you. Each pro and con has a different weight. So it's really not a pro con list, it's a priority assessment. Welcome to the Happy Right Now Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Kelsey Sampson, an entrepreneur, fantasy and personal development author, and a marketer. When I joined the writing community, I saw how difficult it was for writers to say out loud that they were an author. I witnessed firsthand the limiting beliefs we were fueling into each other. Through Happy Right Now, my mission is to help authors fight those beliefs, claim their personal power, and take charge of their journey, publishing deal or not. If gaining mindset advice for your author life sounds good for you, pull up a chair at the table. Today I have a unique episode. We are sourcing some audio from a chat I did on Instagram a few weeks ago to bring together thoughts on the idea of self-publishing versus traditional publishing. This is a conversation I had to do a really deep dive into personally these past few months as I've redefined what is important to me and addressed where I could best shine. That goes without saying, but everything I'm about to share with you is just meant as my own personal opinion. It is just something that is to help guide a conversation and to help you think about publishing in a way that you may not have heard yet. For a long time, years in fact, traditional publishing was my dream and I really deep dove into so much research and just following other trad pub authors and getting to know their process and what things were like for them. And I just realized long-term that that wasn't what I wanted for my personal life, just based on a whole bunch of factors. I started then following self-published authors and indie authors and the way that they were pursuing their craft. And there are some differences between the two and I felt more aligned in self-publishing than in traditional publishing. And I made that shift in myself and I am not here to tell you that you should be also indie publishing. I just wanted to give my background on it because I don't want to speak to this as if I am an expert. I'm just here telling you what I've seen and how I've shifted how I feel on the topic. And in not in a way that's saying you should do it this way, but rather just thinking on it differently. The thing is the publishing industry seems like it's in a big shift right now. It feels like from my outsider perspective that indie publishing, they're not in a competition, but it feels like there's two paths now. When even five or 10 years ago, it felt like it was trad pub or bust. And that just doesn't seem like the environment anymore. It seems like all of these perceptions are shifting and the options available are shifting. And especially in this digital world and this Amazon world, there are a lot of kind of upheavals in what's working and what isn't. And I'm really excited to be in this time where I'm watching it all happen and really taking it all in and learning so much of how... Industries change and this is of course not saying that traditional industry is going down. I don't think so but i'm just excited to see how things are gonna level out in a few years. So I wanted to put together this conversation. It was actually part of the Pondering Writing Retreat a few weeks ago and I saved the recording and I wanted to splice in some of those thoughts in here today because I felt like the conversation was really exciting and I think a lot of people resonated with it and that it's not just one option anymore and success can be found wherever you chase it. Self-publishing is valid, traditional publishing is valid, but it all depends on one big factor. Are you willing and capable of being your own boss? And this idea isn't meant to create a divide. Being your own boss is freaking hard. I've been my own boss before, and it's not easy. While I was in college, I was my own boss working in an MLM and making money off of beauty videos and beauty sponsorships. When I was laid off of my first traditional job, I ended up being a freelancer for a year before I jumped back into the world of salaries and benefits, and learning how to be your own boss isn't something that is easy, and it's something that develops over time. As an indie author, you will have to juggle a lot of tasks and responsibilities that a traditional publisher would be able to coordinate for you. If you thrive with more direction, there are paths that better suit you. If you thrive with a bit of, pay, with a bit of chaos, self-publishing might be something for you to consider. So let's jump into the audio, where I talk about how a pro-con list just doesn't cut it anymore. Yay! My first chat in the Pondering Writing Retreat. Well, wow, Cam, you were like on point. Brandy, Cam, you guys got here so quick. How is your writing going today? I feel like I've seen you both in like all of the sprints. You must be feeling super productive. Hi, Hope. Biblio, Fair, Greta, and it says, and one other. How is the retreat going for you guys so far? I know some of you were in the last retreat. I think, Greta, you participated last time. Cam, I don't think you were in the last one, were you? We've been waiting. (laughs) You're so funny. But yeah, so today's going to be a fun one. And Brandy, you were in the last writing retreat, right? I feel like we have a lot of new people this time, and a lot of the people that were in the last one weren't able to make it. Hi, B-Powers. Just getting started, but it's been productive. That's awesome, Greta. I'm so glad I found it. Yeah, me too. I feel like we've had a lot of connections this past year. SK! BP powers Lots of fun people. I'm so excited. It's been a while since I've done, like, a more themed chat. Hey, Kate. Cat, Kate, I never remember until I see you, and then I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I just have, like, a weird, like, switch in my hat with, with the name cat, because I just love cats, I think. That might be the reason. Um, my cat's a little bit of a shut-in and, like, doesn't want to talk to people ever. So I just keep thinking of cats. That's the thing that I love about these sprints um, and these chats in general, is I always have so many like ideas going a mile a minute, and then I get very distractible, which is why pre-recording usually works pretty good for me, but I love these conversations, and I feel like we get to know each other so well. So I'm talking today not about pros and cons of traditional publishing or self-publishing. I'm talking about the different ways to think think about it that aren't just based on, well, if you do this way, you might get a book tour. If you do this way, you might get more money. It's more about your internal workings and how confidence plays into it and how you feel the strongest as a creator. So it's not a pro or con either way. It's about helping you think about the conversations you need to have with yourself to figure out what's best for you. So I have actually a excerpt here from somebody else's blog and I heard this on a podcast and I just knew that it pertained so well to this conversation and was a really good um, way to kind of start it off. So I'm going to read this excerpt to you. This is from Seths.blog. So I did not write these words. I'm just going to read them out to you because I think it's a great way to start. This blog post is technically geared at um, somebody that decided to self-publish, but it can be applied to either conversation. So I'm going to read this out loud. So this is from Seth's blog. It's a cultural instinct to wait to get picked, to seek out the permission and authority that comes from a publisher or a talk, or talk show host or even a blogger saying, "I pick you." Once you reject that impulse and realize that no one is going to select you, that Prince Charming has chosen another house, then you can actually get to work. Once you understand that there are problems just waiting to be solved, once you realize that you have all the tools and all the permission you need, then opportunities to contribute abound. No one is going to pick you. Pick yourself. And that was, again, from Seths.blog. And it was a conversation on why he decided to self-publish. And I just thought that that excerpt there was really impactful and can be applied to the conversation in either way, whether you're interested in self-publishing or traditional publishing. It's about picking yourself and not waiting for permission. And the way that that can be applied to both scenarios depends on where you feel the strongest. This conversation is about saying don't wait for other people to validate you, to find that validation in yourself to then decide what is best for you and to take charge in a way that only you can. Because the thing about all of these different publishing paths is that they're suited for certain kinds of people. And I feel like that's a conversation that isn't brought up up enough because there's a lot of talk about whether you have more control or whether you have more guidance or whether you get more money upfront versus more money long-term, whether you have the skills to take on everything by yourself or the ability to hire people out. And there's a lot of very particulars that people can get stuck in when really it's about choosing where you are able to shine the most. So I'm gonna share a little bit about why I recently changed my mind from going originally traditional publishing to now deciding that I was going to self-publish and my debut book is coming out next year. So the reason why I initially decided to do traditional publishing was, there's a few reasons by the, behind this, and some of them in retrospect are things that I still really enjoy, um, and then other things are about a lack of understanding of myself. I have to run because of crazy world. Oh yes, I will see you back in a little bit, Amber. Um, but so my first instinct was I prejudged self-publishing. And I feel like before you get into this world, it's something that's easy to prejudge because we're used to this stigma from like five, 10 years ago that, oh, anybody can self-publish. It's like people just slap a cover on and put it out there when that's not really the truth of the industry now in initial standings, people that kind of figured it out first and were able to throw their book out there, there was a bit of a saturation of books that weren't ready. And that is just not the case anymore. And now people that judge self-publishing as being invalid, it's just an old way of thinking because of the way that, I don't know if I'm going off into a tangent now, but the way that Amazon has kind of changed all industries around us, I mean, like, toy stores are, like, gone, which is weird. Can you imagine, like, 10 years ago, if we're, like, toy stores would be, like, having trouble? Like, that's kind of weird to think about 10 years ago. And in the same way, it's changing the different landscapes and the different considerations between all of the different publishing paths. And I think that that's really cool that it's shaking up the system and making it possible for both sides to succeed if they're willing to innovate and learn and grow. And that's what both sides are trying to do. Um, And sometimes it makes things harder for the entry point. Like it's a little bit harder now, I believe, at least from my outside opinion, to see kind of like break into the different gatekeepers and possibilities in traditional publishing. But then once you're there, they work hard for you to succeed. And then it's more difficult To create your own standard in self-publishing and make sure that you stand out next to traditional published authors, there's a lot of hoops to go through and to go through on your own, but it creates unique, beautiful skill sets that then will take you far as an entrepreneur. So either way has their own benefits and disadvantages. But the thing to consider and that will make you more confident in your decision is understanding what you feel the most comfortable doing, what you feel will take you farther in your career based on what you're willing to learn, what skill sets you have, and how you feel most encouraged. In traditional publishing, once it's a little bit harder to get in, but once you're in, you have teams of people that are rooting on your success because your success helps aid their success. In self-publishing, the only person rooting for you is you and your community, but then your success is entirely on you, and that, in some cases, can feel more empowering because you know the work that you're willing to put in for yourself, when in traditional, they are rooting for you, but they're also rooting for other people, so it's divided attention. So then you have to think about, do I need the more guidance to succeed and be as badass as I possibly can, do I need to focus more on the craft? If that is true, then traditional publishing is a really great avenue because you get to focus more on your words and your work and getting better and more disciplined um, and leaving the other things to the professionals that you trust. But if you have an entrepreneurial spirit, if you really enjoy learning as much as possible, then thinking in the realm of of self-publishing is good. Also, distracting is what I'm finding for myself because you guys know that I like to take on far too many projects than I probably should at once. Um, But it's really empowering for me myself because knowing more about the whole process makes it easier for me to take things step-by-step and also to be more disciplined. Thank you for the hearts. Um, When it comes to creating the world that I want to create. It's helping me learn to be more efficient and more accountable because that's something that I was having trouble with. Because when I thought about traditional publishing, I was like, oh God, it's going to take me like a year to get an agent. And then it's going to take me like up to another year to get a book deal. And then two years after that. So then thinking about everything that I had to do before I even got a yes was making me procrastinate because I was like, oh God, I have all this time. But then the more time I took, the more time it would take to get to my end result. So depending on how you feel motivated is how you should determine your path. Thank you, Kimzie. Mina Hill, thank you. Um, Because if you like having a path more determined for you, and you feel motivated to get things done to start on that journey with the guidance of others, then, of course, traditional publishing is something that you should consider. But if the setup, if waiting is something that is really difficult for you, and not waiting in the sense of, I'll just self-publish because it's faster, because that doesn't necessarily mean the best book that you can make. But if knowing that you have to finish this before you can get on to the next step and knowing that your boss was yourself and that you could fuck yourself over <laughs> then for me it's more motivating oh i'm so glad dina thank you is it pronounced dina since you got very excited with the ease i'm not sure is it dana um But so that's how I've kind of changed my mind recently. And I want you to also feel empowered to change your mind because me a few years ago, before I started thinking about my life as a business and launching my own business, me a few years ago may still have preferred traditional publishing because I didn't know what I could do yet. Now that I know what I can do, I feel more empowered to go forward on my own. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. Hi, Christine. Um, So you're able to change your mind. And even if you've already self-published, it's still possible for you to be traditionally published. And if you've traditionally published and you decide it's not for you, it's still possible for you. um, You might have to check your contracts. I'm not sure how that works with your agent relationship, but you can also leave and then self-publish your next books. You just may not be able to publish the books that you already agented with that other agent. Um, so there's a lot of different things to consider. And no matter where you end up, you can still change your mind or become hybrid and do both. Things, other things to consider when it comes to, like, this conversation that I read. Hi, Abigail. Um, about picking yourself. There are some genres in the industry that are more difficult to traditionally publish, but if you end up doing well in self-publishing, it will open those doors for you later on in traditional publishing. And one example that I want to share is the self-help guru. She's a life coach, Kara Awaleba. Um, You can't ask me to spell her name because I don't know how to spell it. Spelling is not great for me, which I'm so glad there's a lot of tools that I can pay and editors that I can pay to help me with that because... As you guys imagine, mean spelling is not great. And Mickey, you've read my work. I've spelled a lot of things wrong, even though I had things pre-checked. So it's kind of funny when that happens. Um, But Kara, she was a blogger, The Champagne Diet, and she was doing extremely well. And she ended up pitching an agent and getting an agent to represent her and then pitch publishing houses to do a book about self-confidence. Excuse me and even though she had a voice she had gotten an agent with just a proposal the book hadn't even been finished yet and when she put that out there and they went to different publishing houses she got 19 no's oh thank you mickey that's so sweet um she got 19 no's from different publishing houses even though she was able to get to an agented position and after those 19 no's she decided You know, she read this article and that's why I mentioned it because I've heard it on her podcast before. But she read the article and she decided, no, I'm going to pick myself and I'm going to self-publish this and I'm going to learn it myself. So she and her agent broke up amicably. They decided this isn't going to work. Um, And a lot of the no's that she got were you don't have your voice yet or your work is good, but it's not that good or hey, you know, you just don't have the following yet. And that's because she was writing personal development books. And personal development books, from what I've seen in the industry, and again, this is just my anecdotal looking at everything. It's very possible I could be wrong on some different elements. But from an outsider's perspective, it looks like personal development books are harder to get on the shelves when you don't have an established voice yet. So she decided... I, you know, I'm seeing that being told to me several times, I'm going to write this book myself, I'm going to prove them wrong, and I'm going to get my own book out there. So she did. Within a few months, she had her first personal development book out, and then a few months later, she released another one, and then another one, and then another one, and she put out five or six personal development books all that ended up on Amazon bestsellers. And after she released the fifth one, I believe it was the fifth one, she was able to quit her director job at MTV and support herself just on the sales of her books that she self-published herself because the agents at the publishing houses told her no. And she promoted them herself. She became her own PR agent. She started pitching news stations and going on, like, international travel, not international, I think national travel all around the US to promote her own books and her own work because she wanted to do these tours and she decided to take on it herself. So she chose herself and chose her own success. But then because of that, her dream ended up coming true and a traditional publisher read her book, Girl Code, and she decided, she read this book, she reached out to her, and then they went on a lunch together, and then by the end of the night, the agent, not the agent, it was an editor at a publishing house, she had pitched to her to join their publishing house and have her first traditional book out. A year later, now she has that book out on shelves, and it is called "She Like She Owns the Place. I got it on, uh, Ki- um, not Kindle, on Audible. It was really good. I actually really enjoyed it. So she got to have her cake and eat it, too. She showed them that her voice was valid, and that it needed to be out there, and she made a name for herself, and now she supports herself completely on her books, and she also got that dream. But that's not the end of the story. She got her dream, she got the book out, and then two months after its release, hang on, actually, I didn't even plan this, but I have it right here. She released Style Your Mind for Success, and it's freaking awesome, like, Uh, first, like, this is beautiful, and her husband designs this. Her husband designed her books covers, designs her covers, and it is a personal development workbook that has different power mantras and things to kind of help light you up and get you set on your goals. This is for her, um, for entrepreneurs. So this is like a sequel to her book, Girl Code. So then it helps you Um, set yourself up to understand your business. And I think that that is a really inspirational story that she went out there, she did everything air quote right, and she got the agent, they went out on submission and then people didn't pick up her books so she decided to do it herself and then she got out there exactly what she needed and realized that her strength is in herself because she believes in herself more than anybody else. And That may not be true in all cases. So many people, like journeys are so varied. And I think that it's really great that we have our own options, that we don't have to follow through with what was expected of us 10, 20 years ago, because a lot of voices have talent, um, but it's taking that extra step and that dedication to figure out where your talents lay that is the most empowering thing that you can do. You shouldn't do something just out of fear or just out of comparisons. So she's really good at power mantras. I am unavailable for anyone else's reality but my own. And I think that that's a really important thing to realize that just because it's good for someone else doesn't mean that it's good for you. And just because that's one person's version of success, that doesn't mean it's yours. And having those two things in mind is really important because there seriously are no rules to our universe let me go on a tangent for a second there are no rules that haven't been broken with the exception of everybody dies. That is the only rule that you can never escape from. One day you will die. And that means that the life that you have right now is really precious and you have to go forth with it in the way that is best for you and not based on the expectations of others, comparison of others or fear because they're on their journey and it is not your journey. And literally everybody can be proven wrong. I can be wrong. You can be wrong. She can be wrong. Our journey is not your own journey. And that is the end of the clip I wanted to share. After that, we went into a long tangent about Hogwarts houses because inevitably that seems to come up when I do a live stream. I am, of course, a Hufflepuff and very excited to be part of the Nano House Cup this year with the Plotters Life Group. I'll link information on how to join below. But before I jump into the outro, I just wanted to say that if you are listening to this podcast episode, you may already know what is in your heart and what you want to pursue and you just needed some extra validation. It's okay. Once you are ready to say yes to your future, I'll be there to root you on. Thank you so much for listening today. To get the most out of HWN, join the newsletter. It comes with author freebies and a members only page. Subscribe now at rebeccaksamson.com slash join. It will be linked in the show notes. If what you heard today resonated with you, please share this episode on social media. Take a screenshot right now and tag me in an Instagram story or on Twitter. My username is at Rebecca K. on all platforms. And as you know, reviews help authors and there is no difference here. Leave a review on your favorite podcast app and help spread the word. I'll talk to you soon.